Shidaji Gopalki Jai Si Udharan Tata Thakko Tirubhava Mahotsubhati Ki Jai Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai Gaur Premanandi Good morning So we gathered on the auspicious uh, day commemorating the disappearance of Udharan Tata Thakur. I want to begin by citing a verse from Chaitanya Charitamrita, where Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami glorifies the Thakur. He says, Mahabhagavata Shrestha Dhata Udharan Sarva Bhave Seve Nityanandira Charan There's a reason I cite this verse um, to begin with it's a beautiful glorification but it's one that um, that has elements in it that I've seen in other verses that have been misunderstood and um, by addressing those points here I think it'll be clear to all of you how that could come about and how such misunderstandings can be avoided. So, Krishna says, Mahabhagavata Shrestha. He is sh- the, the best Shrestha of the Mahabhagavatas. This is nice. Hmm? There's more than one best in Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? <laughs> I once, um, this is separate from the main point I want to raise. Um, A godbrother of mine, a disciple of Prabhupada, was very uh, critical of the Pranam Mantra that uh, had been composed in uh, in honor of Pujapad Sridhar Marsh, hmm. uh, describing as the best of the disciples of Saraswati Thakur. Hmm. And uh, uh, so I I forwarded him, Govinda Marsh, the successor of Pujapad Sridhar Marsh, his uh, uh, verses uh, that constituted uh, a, pranam, a set of pranam mantras glorifying Prabhupada, because Prabhupada had one time asked Pujapad Sridhar Marsh if he could compile some verses for his disciples to chant um, with reg- in regard to himself. Um, and, and, not uncharacteristic of Prabhupada. He, he didn't wait for that and went on and put a couple together himself. It characterized him in his own mind in a humble way or I should say maybe with regard only to his external uh, Vaishnav campaign. Nirvisesha Sunyavadi Paschatadesa Tarane, for example. <coughs> um, Gauravani Pracharane. Hmm. This is what he's most 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 known known for. Um, but at any rate, in the, in the, after the passing of Prabhupada Sridhar, Govindamarsh reminded Pujabad Sridhar Marsh of that request and asked if he could compose some verses. And uh, at, at that time, a number of Prabhupada's disciples were under the uh, shelter of Pujapat Marge at the moth regularly and so forth. And um, he asked if he could compose some prayers and the Sridhar Marge would edit them and so forth. So he did, and they're beautiful prayers. And 
and we've incorporated them into our um, liturgy um, here in Chaitanya Sangha. But in the prayers, of course, Guru Maharshi, glorified prophet, is the best of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur's disciples. So I forwarded to that fellow, try to broaden his uh, perspective. There's more than one best. But here today, Udharnata Thakur is certainly the best. Mahabhagavata Shrestha Dato Udharan. So this is the name that was given to him by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Previously he was called Dibakara. Kara means maker and Dibahir means the day, day maker. So he was named after the sun which makes the day, the day maker. In the biographical works um, composed at the Sripat of Udharanath Thakur, um, there are some nice poetry uh, in which the author seeks to connect the name of his birth, the son, the maker of the day, with the name given to him by by Nityananda Prabhu Udharan, because the day maker, the sun, sends its rays everywhere, brings light, illumines the world, and similarly, Udharan, without citing the poetry, Udharan Dutta, Udharan means, uh, speaks of the generosity of, in this case, the giving of bhakti everywhere, like the sun. He was like the sun. Hmm in terms of the extent to which he successfully participated in the wide dissemination of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, which was the the task given by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to Nityananda Prabhu. Each of Nityananda Prabhu or Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associates, let's say, in the Panchatattva, for example, five figures there, we can say they're all the best, and we speak about it from different angles of vision. So as far as the wide dissemination of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, this, this uh, how we champion the um, the seva of Nityananda one of the ways, and the, the most probably prominent way. If we speak about Gadadhar, he'll be the best from another angle of vision, or Advaita, who brought him here. So Gadadhar, who made it possible for him to enter into the Bhavavrata by getting out of the way, allowing that to happen, and so forth. He being the rod of Gorlil himself, Shigaradhar. So, again, there's more than one best. Uh, but here, his name, Udharandatta. Udharan, he gradually um, became known as Udharandatta Thakur. Thakur is a very um, elevated, uh, what would you call it, um, honorific, hmm? that at the time was very, very seldom Given, you know, to anyone. Takur means it means God. Often the deity is referred to as Takur. Of course, in relation to a devotee, it means like God, hmm, uh, representative of God, and so forth. Uh, One time uh, in Mayapur, during the monthly festival that was organized by Prabhupada, that he kindly, personally asked me to attend every year. I spent one month with him in Mayapur and Vrindavan. Um, during a lecture, he uh, had occasion to mention the title Takur and, and say it was for exalted devotees and so forth. I forget the, the context. But after the lecture, then as he came upstairs, into his quarters, uh, one of his disciples said, Prabhupada, we would like to uh, address you as Thakur. And Prabhupada said, why? And he was completely like, 
separated from what he had just, you know, said, you know, ten minutes ago, in his in his own mind. He didn't understand what they were. T- why would you want to do that? <laughs> it was very, you know, r- real. So wh- where he was thinking about him, how he thought about himself, it, that, that didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And then the disciple said, "Well, you, you know, you just said this is for the most exalted devotees." And Prabhupada, well, not now. Like maybe, maybe some other time, maybe later. Mm. So, um, but at the time, and this was, but at that time, you know, there were a few Thakurs around. It was more commonly uh, Bhakti Manod Thakur, Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasati Thakur, uh, in our own lineage, uh, the two preceding Prabhupada. Um, but at the time of Udara and the Thakur, it's mentioned in that, that um, biographical text that this was very, um, would be very uh, rare for such a thing, but the common people uh, uh, referred to him in this way, and so it, it stuck. Udara and Thakur. Hmm. Uh, and here is the the point I wanted to raise. Sarva bhave seve nityanandera charan. It says that. Uh, he served the feet Nitenander of Nitenander his charan, his feet. Hmm? Sarvabhave. So Sarvabhave here means in, 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 with all of his heart, with all of his feeling, hmm? Sarvabhave, with all of his emotions, with all of his ev- everything about in every possible way. Hmm? But I have seen a verse in Chaitanya Bhagavat, where Nityananda Prabhu is described as serving Nityananda Prabhu, as serving Chaitanya Mahabhu Sarvabhave. And I've seen it interpreted. This means that Nityananda served Chaitanya in all bhavas, hmm? in all rasas. Hmm? Therefore, Nityananda is also a gopi. Hmm? Also has gopi bhav. So, I want to just briefly explain how uh, to reach that kind of conclusion is not very well uh, scripturally and spiritually, theologically reasoned. First of all, what are all the bhavas? Well, there's quite a few. If we want to, if you want to talk about the primary bhavas, the stai bhavas, the, the self-defining bhavas, dasya, shanta, dasya, sakya, vatsalya, madhurya, well, within them, there are two kinds of shantaras. They're like four or five kinds of dasiras, there's four kinds of sakiras, hmm? uh, saliras, there may be at least one, <laughs> and several kinds of uh, uh, two primary you know, divisions within uh, uh, Madhurya Rasa. Hmm? So, if you want to, if you want to interpret the verse in that way, then you have to say Nityananda Prabhu served as for in, let's look at the different types of dasiras. Well, one type is the the, the the sons of Krishna in Dwarka served him like a like a father. That's one type of dasya. Um, so it just doesn't. If you know anything about Alila, of course, and you do, that doesn't make a lot of sense. And um, it's. Uh, um, would be inappropriate to interpret it that way. When we see practically uh, the Goswamis, we see Nityananda Prabhu through the lens of the Goswamis, it's very clear. He's Balaram. Mm. He's coming in the mood of Balaram. And 
uh, assisting Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in his personal pursuit of of Radhabhava in ways that he cannot do directly as Balaram in in Krishna Leela. So it's a special opportunity for him. But he himself is in is in is in Sakyarasa and of course the Dwaras Gopals of whom Udarandatta is one. Hmm? Dwaras Gopals is it's a it's a term that is found in one of the Puranas. Um, it's the earliest uh, reference to it that I could find, and then it was developed within the Gaudiya Sampradaya, wherein, as I said before, the devotees realized at some point that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was Krishna himself and that his associates must be here, so they started to look for them. Hmm? And so the idea gradually came about that these twelve principal coward friends of Krishna Balaram must be here as well, and they were uncovered by different devotees. Of course, this uncovering, if you will, by different devotees um, also uh, is such that not everybody agrees entirely. Hmm. But not everybody's scriptural and spiritual reasoning about it is necessarily wrong, even when two differ. But some arguments may be better reasoned than others. This is an interesting point in itself. The most famous book, perhaps, that uh, describes the who's who, if you will, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associates in Vrindavan is the Gauraganadesh Deepika. Some of you may be familiar with this book of Kavi Karnapur. Hmm. The beginning of the book, it's worth mentioning this, I think, um, in the beginning of the book he says that uh, based on what I've heard from others and scriptural reference and with the application of my own intellect, hmm, I lay out here this for your you know, consideration. Hmm. Who are the associates of, Chait- of, of Krishna in, in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? He starts with the obvious ones. Balaram is Nityananda, and uh, so on and so forth. <clears throat> um, and in there he gives different opinions. Some say this, some say that. Hmm. The one that probably has the most possibilities is Ramananda Roy. Hmm? He says in two verses, Ramananda Roy is is the uh, combined bhava of of Arjun, Pandava Arjun, and Arjun Saka, the Priyanarma Saka. He says of Braj. Hmm? So he's saying these a part of the bhav of one and the other have come together to form a third person hmm? in Gaur-lila. By that analysis, Ramananda Roy would not necessarily be a third person in the Braj-lila, hmm? but a third person for the specific lila of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? By that particular... One could reason like that. Hmm? This is the first opinion he gives... Why is he giving this opinion? Because Mahaprabhu said that Chaitanya Ma, that, that Ramananda Roy is Arjun. He said Bhavananda Roy is pa- Maharaj Pandu and the five sons of Maharaj Pandu are the Pandavas and amongst them Ramananda Roy is Arjun. So this is a pretty strong statement from Mahaprabhu, Sri Chaitanya, so that has to be honored. Hmm? So he's Pandava Arjun. Hmm? However, Ramananda Roy, if we study Chaitanya Charitamrita, we'll see that he was very instrumental in the Auntie Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu 
in helping Chaitanya Mahaprabhu step into Radhabhav along with Sarup Damodar. Hmm? That means he had to be pretty acquainted with Radhabhav. Hmm? Also, also his discourse with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu when they first met is very elevated and it takes us beyond the rasic reach of Pandavarjun. Hmm? Pandavarjun is a friend of Krishna. He's a uh, a puri somebody, a friend in the in the metropolitan area, not in the village. Who hmm? is Sakiras is a little different; doesn't have quite the same force as we mentioned the other day. If Krishna should show Aishvarya to Arjun like he did in the Gita, showing himself to be God, it caused the, the Sakiras of Pandavarjuna to retract a little bit. That doesn't happen in Vrindavan when Krishna lifts Govardhan Hill and shows himself to be God. His coward friends like Arjun Saka, the Priyanarma Saka, help him hold the hill up. Hmm? They think he needs help. Hmm? So, therefore, whoever it was that Kavikarnapur was referring to, hmm, their opinion, they've obviously looked for how we can, how can we account, he's fond of Arjun according to Mahapa, but how can we account for the uh, Brajbhav found in Ramananda Roy at the same time. Hmm? So they made a, a scripturally reasonable conjecture that there is a, there's an Arjun also in Golok, in, 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 excuse me, in, in Braj. He's a Priyanarmasaka. His name is Arjun. These Priyanarmasakas are very well acquainted with uh, Madhurya Rasa. Hmm? Um, and uh, so he, as we look at him like this, that's where he got it from. A combination of both. That's their c- c- conjecture. Some persons. Then he goes on to say, others say he is Lalita Saki. Wait, makes him a gopi. Now he's a gopi. And so some persons read the text that he's a gopi, he's this, he's that, he's all of these things at once, and and so forth. But that's not how to read the text. He's showing different different opinions, and if you think deeply about it, because why those where those opinions are coming from. So some saying is Alita Saki. Well, why would they think that? They because again he is so instrumental in the end of helping Chaitanya Mahaprabhu step into the Bhav of Radha that is so that Lalita Saki is so acquainted with. Hmm? But he says, but that 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 but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu he but he says but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says he's Pandava Arjun. The way he says that hmm, in his verse. The meaning is that, but I don't think he's, I don't agree with that, because Mahaprabhu has said this, and that would be a contradiction. So we have to, however, he's thinking, whoever we, whatever we come up with, it has to be centered around this idea that he's Arjun, Pandava Arjun, because Mahaprabhu said that. How can we add to that, nuance that, and so forth, but to say that he's the Litasaki, so he, he, he's, he's actually dismissing that idea. Hmm. Then he goes on to say, and others, high devotees, they say that he is Pandava Arjun and the Gopi Arjuniya. Hmm. The idea here is that, I think I've mentioned this before, that um, there's, a, there's a story in the, in the, in the Puranas where Arjun asks uh, Krishna about this Braj Bhav that uh, so captivating to him, so Krishna sends him to Braj and arranges for him under the 
direction of a gopika to bathe in a lake and come out in the in the in the body of a gopi, hmm. Arjuna, for a day, and then today goes in the lake and comes back out as Arjuna. He's got some experience of, of what that's like. So Kavikarnapur is trying to say, well, some say this, and this is how they're doing the same thing. Hmm? They're getting some, but but the Gopi Bhav of Arjuna, well, that's uh, not as compelling. Hmm? Given it's just an occasional acquaintance, and uh, the, the story has another point to it. Not that Arjuna is also a Gopi. That's not the point of the story, and that's not what the story is saying. It's it's glorifying the, the measure of Gopi Bhav. Hmm? So, Priyanarmasaka Arjuna would be more suited, in my opinion, humble opinion, to minister to uh, Mahaprabhu with regard to Radha Bhav than Arjuna's fleeting experience with with, with Gopi Bhav. But then Kaviparnipur says, anyway, three of these are acceptable. It would mean, would mean the fourth one, Lita Saki again, is is dis, 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 discounted. So there are, there are different opinions. Hmm? So there's some flexibility with this. So these are not things to beat you know, one another over the head with, hmm? as we sometimes see, unfortunately, in Gaudiya Vaishnavism, which is very un, unpleasant, unpalatable. Hmm? And all of these are associates of Krishna. They're the dearest things to Krishna. Their love is what the Krishna's self uh, corresponds with. Hmm? the object of the love. So, uh, Just a side point there for your consideration hmm? and uh, what you might run into here and there. Uh, so, um, uh, we know that uh, Udanda Thakur uh, was blessed by Nityananda Prabhu. Nityananda Prabhu came to his village Saptagram performing Sankirtan, uh, sitting under a tree along the, it's this very special place, confluence of three rivers, the Ganga, the Jamuna, the Saraswati Triveni, um, among other things, and uh, its auspiciousness um, is considerable. Um, it's the place uh, thought to be where the sons of Priyarata, the seven rishis, uh, resided and attained their perfection and so forth. Anyway, Nityananda Prabhu came there performing Sankirtan and he was pr- approximately maybe seven, eight years older than than Udharanadatta. So this time Udharanadatta was, uh, was, a, was, a, was a married man. Um, uh, Samprasanna was his wife's name. They had a son named Priyankar. Hmm? And um, he was in his early Twenties, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, or Nityananda Prabhu, um, uh, as I say, about seven years old, or maybe thirty-two, hmm, something like that. Uh, so he came, enchanted by the kirtan of Nityananda Prabhu, and bowed at his feet, wept on his lotus feet, and Nityananda Prabhu placed his hand on his head and blessed him, and told him, "You are Subahu, Gopa from." Krishna Lila again coming to serve me, gave him the name Udarandatta for Gaur Lila. <clears throat> and then uh, together with him they made a big campaign in that area of West West Bengal. <clears throat> it's uh, said that 
Udarndatatakur and the community of Saptagram, they were largely uh, uh, gold merchants, and due to some political intrigue, they had been disenfranchised from the social religious system of the Varnashram and were considered outcasts, like Haridas Thakur was considered an outcast hmm? uh, for his for his birth from the Hindu you know, caste system. Uh, so they were in a difficult situation, materially speaking, socially speaking. And Nityananda Prabhu and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu were very sympathetic uh, to them. It said Nityananda Prabhu appeared in the world to deliver the people of Saptagram. So apparently it's a long history. They were nominally Vaishnavas, but now they were socially disenfranchised um, as well. And so... Uh, uh, even aside from their being outcasts, just the fact that they were merchants uh, would be make them make it unacceptable by the system for Brahmins to accept food cooked by them. But Udarnatha was famous for cooking for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu. So shortly after his initiation. He cooked for Nityananda Prabhu. There was some discussion in the house. Buddha Thakur, Nityananda Prabhu discussing with one Brahman, Bhakti versus Gyan, Bhakti versus Gyan. And at some point, Nityananda Prabhu said, well, let's take Prashadam. Resolve the issue. Hmm? And so they sat down, and then it was, became apparent to him, the Brahman, that Uddharandatta had cooked. He said, yeah, I can't cook. For, he's, a, he's a merchant at best. Hmm? And Nityananda Prabhu said, well, he's cooked for Govinda. He's made an offering here. He's a Vaishnav. And he gave him the Vaishnav perspective on this. So finally the Brahman was convinced and then he sat down to eat and then Uddharanatha was going to serve the Prashad. He said, I, it's bad enough I have to eat what he cooked. Now he I, he has to serve. I have to take from, from, from his hand. So uh, he refused now. A second time. So Mahaprabhu said, can you give me that? You cooked, give me the, the spoon that you cooked with, that wooden spoon. He took that wooden spoon outside and stuck it in the ground. And a malati, uh, butta, uh, vine, tree, grew on the spot. Beautiful white flowers tinged with, with golden hue, very fragrant and so forth. Of course, the Brahmin passed out at such and paid his obeisances to Nityananda Prabhu and Udharantatatakura and said, I'm very hungry. <laughs> Could you please give me a little bit more of that, whatever you've cooked? Right? So, uh, Udharantatatakura was, was, was privy to the miraculous uh, powers, if you will, of Nityananda Prabhu, first-hand experience of that. Mm-hmm. Um, when um, he, he actually, aside from his... Um, lineage, if you will, family lineage, caste uh, designation that uh, they had been, he had been, the others of Septagram had been disenfranchised from. He actually, his lineage is of interest in that uh, within his family line, if you will, uh, uh, he was related through marriage to um, uh, what was his name? A famous uh, poet 
who served in the court of Lakshman Sain along with Jaidev Goswami, who's very famous for his Gita Govinda. Hmm? So, just to say something about his family as well, hmm, that uh, was looked down upon at the time. Hmm? We wouldn't agree with that. But that being the case, hmm, and the Suvarnabhanic community having been like disenfranchised from um, uh, the Hindu social system, it wasn't something un- totally uh, un- uncommon. As I said, Haridas Thakur was in a similar situation, and Rup and Sanatana Goswami were as well. Mm. They had served in the uh, administration of Dwab Hussein Sa, and the Hindus uh, considered them contaminated, and they were the, the leaders, if you will, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission. So it's not. So he is has come, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Patit and along with Nityananda Prabhu, to deliver the fallen people. Fallen by other estimation, but not by his. So when uh, when Nityananda Prabhu left for the first time from the campaign that he started with Udarnata in Saptagram, he went to Shantipur and other places. Uh, the 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 wife of uh, Udarnata passed away at an early age. Nityananda Prabhu in, initiated his son before leaving, named him Shrinivas, hmm, changed his name. Um, and there, anyway, the Datta, uh, Udarnata was a very wealthy person, inherited lots of money, and they were gold merchants. He was very, very wealthy, so he gave up everything. Hmm? Uh, for all intents and purposes, he donned, shaved his head, the picture is here, white cloth, uh, outer cloth, and Kopin and decorated his head with tilak and his body with the names of Krishna and so forth, uh, wearing the Tulsi Mala around his neck, and Japa Mala always in his hand. He uh, very much uh, exemplified in this way the perfect uh, sadhaka. At the same time, of course, there are descriptions in Chaitanya Charitamrita and Chaitanya Bhagavad also of Udarandatta and other members of the Dwadasa Gopal group, hmm? again, of which there are different opinions who's who and who's a member of that and who's not. Um, uh, other descriptions of them wherein it appears that their Sakyabhav, their fraternal love, they wore, sometimes it said in English, on their sleeve. They, they, it was like coming out. Hmm? And showed up in their sadhaka uh, day, their practitioner's body. So that under that influence, they conducted themselves in ways that sadhakas would not, or in ways that would not be an example for sadhakas particularly uh, to behave. But hmm, the extent to which they did so at that time... Hmm, was such that you could distinguish them in doing that from those who might imitate that. Hmm? In other words, they did things like ride on the backs of Bengali tigers and get them to chant Hare Krishna in their madness, hmm? dancing and playing flutes and and whatnot, uh, if, if full in like we heard some of the descriptions of Krishna's coward friends doing in Braj. Their bhav overcame them. Hmm? So these descriptions are there, but there are other descriptions of them as well. Hmm? And this is one uh, uh, of uh, Udhartha Thakur, wherein he 
set the example of a very, of a very composed uh, uh, meditative uh, sadhaka. In fact, his sadhaka's life and the example he set in that life, aside from these occasions that this Bob just overtook him, hmm, um, uh, has been compared to that of Raghunath Das Goswami. Hmm. It's said that he renounced life altogether after the disappearance of Nityananda Prabhu uh, at uh, 40, 48 years old. Hmm. At that time, he went to Vrindavan. He retired in Vrindavan. He spent years, some years in Puri, and then he went to Vrindavan. Um, but at that, during that period, Vasu Ghosh, a famous uh, associate of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, poet, poet, uh, wrote many, many songs and poems glorifying Gaur, Nityananda Prabhu, and, and some of the associates, of course, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So he's written about um, Udarnata Thakur and describes him in this way, shaven head, tilak, that he, he, he ate only milk, slept a half an hour a day. The descriptions are, are you, you immediately upon reading them, you draw the comparison to Raghunath Das Goswami. Then it said he was a very learned scholar, which we know Das Goswami was. Mm. He found some time to write. But he's compared to Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, on the other hand, who was also very learned and he was so busy with service, he didn't have any time to write a book. So some people say, well, Udharandatta Thakur is so, was so learned, but he didn't write any books. And so this is the answer. He didn't have any time for writing. Hmm. Yeah. Somehow, Raghunath Das eked out some time from a similar lifestyle. But um, Anyway, these descriptions are um, uh, endear us to him because... Um, like the Goswamis, he and some of the other Dvadasa Gopals set an example of sadhana that we could follow. This is not the case with all of the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They were moved by their bhav to act as they did and in ways that, that uh, don't necessarily or typically represent the the behavior, the the, the, the the dress, the the decorum, I should say, of a sadhaka. So we find that in Udarndatta. It said that um, when Nityananda Prabhu began to uh, visit with other devotees from Bengal, Chait- visit Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Jagannath Puri on a annual basis that Udarndatta accompanied him. Hmm? And um, on the occasion of, uh, it must have been about 15, 16, hmm, in the common era, that uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked Nityananda Prabhu, don't return here again hmm, next year because I want you to spend your time in Saptagram, these seven villages. Even the names of those villages are there today. Uh, Vasudevpur, Shivapur, Nityanandapur, uh, and so forth. A group of villages in the Saptagram area. Mm-hmm. I want you to spend time delivering them there. And there was a... At that time, Mahaprabhu communicated to him that in order to do so, you should you should marry. You'll be able to get closer to the people in that way. Who all typically are householders, and a sannyasi has certain decorum that he must follow, hmm, uh, which 
Mahaprabhu adopted in order to widely distribute uh, that which he came to bring, but at the same time, which uh, by the decorum of sannyas, limited to some extent um, his ability to do so. It facilitated it in one sense, but in another sense, it limited because uh, there are certain places, if he went to deliver the people where his heart had gone for them, hmm, people would criticize, what's the sannyasi doing there in that place? Hmm? So it was through Nityananda Prabhu, his other self, if you will, that he, he that he was able, his heart was able to be represented by by a personality uh, equal to himself, uh, capable of delivering them. Therefore, it's there's a famous saying: if you see Nityananda Prabhu in a brothel, you should not think that he's there for any other reason than delivering the people hmm? by giving them some something else to drink, hmm? that bhakti rasa something like that. So he went literally to the downtrodden people. So Mahaprabhu at that time asked, uh, acknowledged Udharandatta Thakur to be his principal assistant and asked him to accompany him. But at that time, nonetheless, he allowed them to stay a little longer than the rest of the group because he was telling them not to return. So they spent six months there and every day Udharandatta Thakur cooked for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? Uh, so he was famous for his cooking and his cooking was heartily accepted by Nitai Chand and Sri Chaitanya Dev. So they returned to, to Saptagram and there was a big campaign there hmm, for preaching. Now in the preaching of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nandapu, there is a division. Hmm, there's a divide. And this, this divide uh, um, is kind of strategical in a sense. Hmm. Uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as a sannyasi from a Brahmin family and very strictly adhering to the decorum of a sannyasi, he could go and uh, have a discourse, for example, with the learned and elevated, highly respected Sarvabhama Bhattacharya, hmm? with um, in South India with uh, Benkatabhata, hmm? <coughs> who was like a head priest of the Shirangam temple in the Ramanuja Sampradaya, back heading north to Banaras, then with Prakasananda Saraswati, a big Advaitin sannyasi that had thousands of, of disciples. Hmm? So in order to enter into a theological discourse with them, hmm, he, he's preaching to the Brahminical class, the educated priestly class, uh, who knew Sanskrit? That was their 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 their, their language, if you will, uh, preferred. Um, uh, so that's one group, and then there's the, there's the rest of the people. <laughs> so Mahaprabhu's campaign was designed largely to convert intelligent, educated people. Of course, he converted them in a very sublime way, and that is primarily by his example, which. And we say in English, speaks louder than precept. So, for example, he did convert Sarvabhama Bhattacharya. How? By listening to him hmm? and not saying anything. After this, the Bhattacharya gave, what, I think, eight, seven, ten different, nine different interpretations of the Atmarama verse from 
from the Bhagavatam, hmm, educating as he thought he was doing, the young Chaitanya, the 24-year-old lad, in the logic of Vedanta, that he might be fortified in his vows of sannyas, hmm, difficult to do at that age when the whole world is after you. Hmm, hmm, and your senses are very, very active and so forth. So he thought, I better fortify him with the logic of Vedanta. So he gave discourse to him and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sat silently for seven days and listened. That's how he converted him, by being silent. Hmm. The silence was deafening to Bhattacharya. He said, what is he thinking? What is he thinking? I've said that. That was really far out. That was a really good insight I've given here. He's not saying anything. So then he he pressed it. He said, you know, I've said, what what, what do you think? Hmm? He said, I think that you're, 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 very poetic, but it's a little imaginary what you've come up with. So he did say something that, that, that took him by. But he had created by his silence the point is a teachable moment. Now Sarvabhama was like, who is he? What is he, what is he thinking? Hmm? So at once that was created, then Mahaprabhu caused him to ask and then he replied and gave his own explanation. Huh? What is it? 64 different explanations of the same verse all reaching the conclusion of bhakti over jnana, which is the opposite of what Sarvabhoma had, had um, how he had interpreted the verse. And, of course, this was the conversion, then, of the great Bhattacharya Sarvabhoma. Hmm? In South India, uh, to go through the examples, Venkatabhatta, how did he convert Venkatabhatta? By joking with him. He joked with him. He's a great devotee of Narayan, Lakshmi Narayan. He said, you're such a great devotee of Lakshmi Narayan. Yes, I, I humbly, I... I want to serve them. He said, oh, a question has come to my mind, and, and that is that in, his, in the scriptures it's said that Lakshmi wanted to have, uh, to enter the rasa dance with Krishna, but she's supposed to be sadvi, very chaste to the most chaste lady, to her husband, Narayan. So, can you explain this to me? He said, surely you are joking. Come now. And then he gave some tattva that the tattva is that Narayan and Krishna, they're same. It's not a different person, just different moods of the same person. So there's no problem here. Mahaprabhu said, oh, very good. Hmm. I have one other question. Yes, what is that? Why she was unsuccessful? Then he passed out. <laughs> Who could even ask the question? What, what is it that he knows? Why Lakshmi? Then Mahaprabhu had created this teaching moment hmm, through his joking, and then he explained to him, hmm, only by rag bhakti, hmm, by following this, she went, she performed austerities in Braj. Krishna met her there, hmm, and said, Lakshmi, what are you doing here? <laughs> you're, you're a queen. What are you doing here in the dusty cow village? Hmm? She said, oh, I'm, I'm performing austerities. See, I've got my royal dress off. I'm wearing a simple white cloth and just eating what falls from the trees. Hmm? Uh, why are you doing this? Because, because I'm performing austerity. I want to enter the rasa dance. He said, well, you can't get there like that. She said, how can I enter? He said, well, it's very easy. That's very difficult what you're doing. You shouldn't do that. Hmm? It's very simple. You give up your husband. Hmm? And you accept someone else as your husband. Then you cheat on him by coming to me in the middle of it. And she goes, forgot it. I can't do that. Hmm. So this, of course, he's explaining Parakya Bhav to her, and and uh, this, of course, it's, it's a lesson to the, to the story. If you want to enter into that, there's a way to do that. Hmm? 
You had to take birth in Braj as a gopi. You had to have your marriage arranged, and then you have to hear the flute call of Krishna, and and and, and join him in in the moonlight, right? So this way he converted, um, also Venkata, and in the north, uh, this Prakasananda he converted him also by his humility. He came in to speak to the group of sannyasis, and he sat himself at the door where everyone left their shoes, waiting to wash the feet of the sannyasis as they came in. And Prakasananda said, Oh, no, you are also sannyasi. Of course, he, the day before he had criticized him, What is this? What kind of sannyasi is this guy? He's out there singing and dancing. This is not for sannyasis. Sannyasis are supposed to study the scripture and be very grave and control their emotions. He's out there dancing on it. Like a babu, babuvaka. Hmm? Well, he was, as the Bhagavatam says. What? Muhurahorastiku bhavi babuvaka. You should movie babuka, movie babuka. You should become this kind of emotional, trans psychological emotions. This is what the Bhagavatam is about. Of course, that's what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's kirtan was about. What it was arising out of, but this. Jnani and Advaita and Prakashananda, he didn't have any understanding of, of rasa. Hmm? So seeing the humility of Mahaprabhu, he said, when you come and, and, and you know, you're, yeah, I might have criticized you the other day, but, you, you know, you're, you're, you're in a lower order of sannyas, that's true, but, than us, but still, you, you shouldn't sit there and say something. And, and created a teaching moment and he converted Sarabhuma with the charge. So he taught by his largely by his example. Hmm? So, but this is the division. He was preaching to these leading, educated people, hmm? and Nityananda Prabhu's charge with preaching to the downtrodden. And the division between the two also is one of um, ministering to and uh, the Brahminical community in consideration of their temperament and disposition and so forth. And it's another Prabhu ministering to the lower class people, if you will. Hmm. His work took on an element of social Vaishnava, I want to call it Vaishnav social activism. Hmm. In other words, uh, he was more involved with the people and their daily, their social concerns. After all, the whole community of Sabdagram had been socially ostracized, right? As I mentioned earlier. Hmm. And so he created a new social system for them, for them. One one ritual, replacing all the Varnashram rituals, Namsan Kirtan. They could all come together and, and chant and uh, so on and so forth. And and he was a little closer to the common people, hmm? and therefore closer to their plight, which included problems that a sannyasi like Prakashananda wouldn't be having, or Sarvabhoma wouldn't be having, or Venkatabhata uh, uh, and so on and so forth. The plight of women, hmm? for example, and caste issues and so forth that they they were suffering from. Nityananda Prabhu was concerned with this. Hmm? So there was an there's an element in his preaching of social activism in the context at the same time of giving them bhakti rasa. Hmm? I think it's uh, uh, there's a famous book. Um, I wrote the name down. Oh, let me see if I find it here. Um, uh, just to give you a reference. The um, 
well, yeah, uh, go to Patatarangini, go to go to Palatarangini. It's a like a book about uh, like Vaishnava anthology about the so, so Vaishnava associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and so forth. And in there, um, um, it speaks of the outreach of Nityananda Prabhu and the wave of compassion and social activism be, you know, that was part of his outreach. Um, and um, uh, I'll read something I've written about this. The outreach of Nitai and his associates represented in Chaitanya Bhagavat depicts an early sen- the early Sankirtan of Nityananda Ram as a revolt against complex Brahminical ritual and its religious monopoly. Their outreach was also a means of communicating and disseminating a new socio-religious standard and providing the community with a unifying congregational form of spiritual practice, Namsan Kirtan. The philosopher, Virginianath Steele, refers to Srinitinanda Prabhu as Bengali's first true democrat. <laughs> In his outreach, Nitai disregarded both caste and gender distinctions and the well-known Vaishnav anthology, Gopa Paratarangani, speaks of um, it speaks of a verse on where it's from, uh, attributed to Lochan Dastakur, where it said, Nityananda Prabhu in particular uh, improved the plight of the women hmm, in the community. So again, his campaign transcended caste and gender distinctions that were so prominent within Varnashram, hmm? elevated them beyond that, and and his social activism, if you will, uh, in the context, again, of giving uh, uh, Hari Bhakti, hmm? uh, is very much uh, alive in the, uh, and clear to us in the example of Udaranda Tathakur. Again, Tathakur was a wealthy disciple of Nityananda Prabhu, but he, he, he didn't keep anything for himself. It said he arranged for ten acres of land hmm, in which he established a large storehouse for rice and dal and so forth, and it was called Anachata. Hmm. So it's a place for distributing food. At that time, there was a drought in Bengal, a very serious drought, so people were suffering. So he arranged a ten-acre cooking facility to feed the masses on a daily basis. This is where he, whatever resources, he found, monetary resources he poured into to this. And he bought some other property. Hmm? Um, Badravan was called at the time, forest. And he turned the forest into a housing, it was like housing development. Hmm? He built houses for comp- free for people hmm? that they could come hmm? live there and be freed from uh, also the material circumstances which were troublesome he catered to these things that were a little closer if we will to the people in, 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 in general hmm? uh, so a, a good example of his social activism combined if you will with his distribution of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's dispensation hmm? that area of Saptagram is uh, was very um, it was a, a live area because it was a port. As I said, there were three rivers converging there. Um, and 
in the 16th and 17th century, the French and the Portuguese merchants came there. Now, you might think, why didn't they know didn't get on a boat? Well, he waited for Prabhupada to come <laughs> and went inside of him and rode the boat all the way across the ocean. Right? That's part of the story, obviously. Um, but in the uh, memoirs of uh, some of the Portuguese and French merchants, both of them, it's mentioned that among other things, describing as they did in their memoirs the area, it was very common to find in a house idols being worshipped with musical accompaniment hmm? and temples. Hmm? So this is the work of Rudarnatha Thakur, Nityananda Prabhu, Kijai. In every house, a temple, Sankirtan, in every house. Very wide campaign. It, it, unfortunately, there was a problem there with the silt, silting it's called, that made the river, uh, uh, that area, um, its capacity to serve as a port diminished it considerably. And so the community spread out, and now it's quite a, a rural area compared to what it was. But Prabhupada notes um, in his own writing uh, that at the time of the British, who made their capital in India in, in Calcutta, half of the population of Calcutta was consisted of the Sil and the um, Mullik uh, families, all from Saptagram, all these gold merchants and so forth. The Prophet's own uh, family, the Day family, is a subdivision of the Mullik family. So he is from the uh, that whole Saptagram community. Prabhupada was born in a Sakiras family. Hmm? And Udarandatta Thakur was the patron saint of their, their family. So they would go annually to the preaching center, which is the, really the residence in Udarandatta Pur, it became named after him, uh, where there's a deity of Udarandatta. Uh, and I think the deity's been moved now. Did we put the picture of him on the altar? Yeah, this picture. Uh, that, 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 I think that's a photograph of that picture there. There he has the deity. He works with the deity of Sadbuj, and it's mentioned in his biography. Sadbuj is a six-armed form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the implication of which is that uh, as Mahaprabhu showing that form to Sarvabhava wanted to make the point, I am Ram, I am Krishna, I am Swayam Bhagavan, how we say it another way, Krishna's too Bhagavan, Swayam, this point comes again. So this uh, is the form also that... Uh, one of the forms uh, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that Udarnata worshipped, that deity is there. And in the biography, his biography, it's mentioned that this was his thinking behind it. Hmm? it would, I want to teach the people that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Swayam Bhagavan himself. Hmm? So Ram is his avatar, he is Krishna, and so forth. He also had deity of Gornitananda and, and, and Gadadhar, hmm? and maybe Radha Govinda uh, as well. So, as I say, um, it's significant for us that uh, Prabhupada was in this, uh, born in this family. He idealized the Sakirasa of Udarnatha Thakur and Nityananda Prabhu himself wrote about it. Mm. Mm. What did he say? He sings his prayer. Tomaracharani bhai, abhashe shukavhai, gocharani guridhin bor, 
private poem on the board the Jaladutta Prabhupada wrote this stanza when will I enter into the pasturing cowherding leelas of Krishna roaming from forest to forest throughout the day throughout the entire day leaping like a frog and jumping and rolling and uh, over and over again when he says when and when will this this day be mine so expresses in his private wasn't written for the public we were able to find it and publish it and get some hint from it about his own cherished ideal when we came to, when I, I came in touch with Sridhar March I was surprised to find that he had memorized the prayer that that poem and he had thought deeply about the implications of it and he was he was uh, happy to speak to us about it and, and in his own estimation how it constituted um, uh, conclusive evidence as to the uh, cherished ideal, the long the longing of Prabhupada to attain bhakti rasa of that form. Mm-hmm. Um, Subahu Gopa uh, is was, is also a pre-Narmasaka. All the Narmasakas, as they're described in Gaudiya Vaishnavism, are either Narmasakas or Priyasakas. Um, Subahu being a uh, pre-Narmasaka, who is Sakyabhav, has a touch of, of Madhurya, like, like yogurt. Is the sake ras with a little little bit of honey in there, Madhurya rasa, giving them the, the capacity to minister to Krishna's romantic heart and romantic plight, if you will, that he encounters on a daily basis. So we're fortunate to be able to say a few things about Udanda Dutta Thakur, and on this occasion. We're also going to uh, impart uh, initiation, the blessing to chant Harinam, and give contradiction to some of the students who have come who seem to like these ideas. Mm-hmm. So, um, this procedure we follow uh, something that Bhaktivinoda Thakur about initiation is drawn from Adili Baldi Vidibhusana. Um, how to give initiation is described in Hari Bhakti Vilas in very elaborate ways. Way one, way two, way two, less elaborate, way three, well, if nothing else, just impart the mantra. That's what it's really about. So we will do that, but we're going to add a few uh, ritual uh, elements to that. Five, and, uh, that means the Pundra, Tapa, Mantra, Yajna, Nam. Hmm? So, we give a Nam, a name. Hmm? It was, in times gone by, it was more typical to give the name of Krishna, a name of Ananta Das, Govinda Das, uh, Gadadhar Das. Hmm? As time goes on, it's been also accustomed to give the name of a devotee of Krishna, who's the very heart of Krishna, or things related to Krishna, and so forth. So, that's also now common and good. And of course, names of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is associates, and names of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, not to, 
In other words, the, the, the disciples, the associates of Mahaprabhu didn't have names like Chaitanya Das. Well, maybe a couple of them. <laughs> but uh, for the most part, they had names of Krishna. That they were, and so, it uh, has been extended in that way. So, Nam, we give Nam, and then there is uh, Pundra. Urdhva Pundra means the tilak, this kind of vertical tilak, the Vaishnavism. It's, it, there are different uh, lineages within Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Sampradaya, and they each have their own specific tilak. Um, for us, of course, we're coming in the line of Bhakti, Bhakti Vedanta, Pujapad Sridhar Bhakti Raksha uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, who had as his guru, as we've heard, Nam Guru Bhakti Vinod, his mantra guru, Gorkishore. They were from different lineages, the Nityananda lineage, the Advaita lineage. So it gets a little confusing. So when they were asked what lineage you're from, what Paribar, Bhakti Vinod talked, Bhakti Siddhanta taught his disciples to say, We're from the Bhakti Vinod Paribar. Let's let's stop it there. He's a big person in in Gaudiya Vaishnavism. We we'll just it's very practical. Pujapachitamaraj gave an example sometimes of how Bhakti Siddhanta Sarsitakra himself drew his disciplic line by mentioning in the line or including in the line luminaries, great devotees who made great contributions. He said, just like if we described the contributions in modern science, there'd be thousands of scientists, but not everybody's a Newton. They're all bona fide scientists. Not everybody's, not everybody's a... a um, Copernicus or, 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 or whatever. Hmm? Um, so we, we can't name them all. It was a custom, uh, even up to the time of, of Bhakti Vinod, that initiation would be given and the names of the gurus in the line up to the formation of the line by Nityanandapu or Gadadhar or Advaita, one of Mahaprabhu's associates. Hmm? This is called the Siddha Pranali. Pranali means line. And these are the Siddhas in the line. Hmm? Uh, so they would they would list them. This is over 500 years. Hmm? And uh, it was thought, the disciples led to believe that all of them were Siddhas in the line. So Now in these lines, others would be mentioned that you may not have never heard of. Everyone's heard of Narutam Thakur, everyone's heard of... Um, Vishwanath Chakvati Thakur and so forth. So Bhakti Siddhanti drew his line a little differently by just naming the main Mahabhagavatas who brought this whole line down in the biggest way. Not to dismiss everybody else, but you can't name them all. Hmm? And with his own line, well, he had two. Hmm? Right? Hmm? And so he thought, let's name him a big, big luminary in the line Bhakti Vinod. Hmm? We'll call it the Bhakti Vinod Paribar. Like the Shamananda Paribar I mentioned the other day, or like the Narutam Paribar. And, and this is how he, he reasoned about it. And of course, it was a convention to name the gurus in the line like this. And what is their internal ideal as well? But if you now, if this is to go on for another thousand years, let's say ten thousand years, well, each disciple is going to get a pretty long list printout of all these names. It'll take him all day to just mention the names of all the gurus before he can get to his nam drop of of, of, of Krishna nam. So I just want to point out the relativity of this, if you will. The spirit of it is, of course, you're being initiated into a line. Uh, it has a teaching hmm? uh, 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 that uh, accurately represents Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nityananda Prabhu's dispensation, and so on and so forth. And um, 
uh, our connection with it is with a guru who has substantial standing in that, and we're convinced of that. Hmm? Hmm. And uh, so, Bhakti Vinod Paribar. Hmm? And in Bhakti Vinod Paribar, we're talking about the Urdhvapundra. What is the tilak? Well, it's kind of a generic Gaudiya Vaishnav tilak. Hmm. Somewhere with a big leaf here, a small leaf here, or somewhere the Radhakunda or the Gopi Chandan and so forth. So, um, if someone asks you what, which tilak, because Narutam Thakur has a particular tilak in his lineage, and Nityananda Bhubhapsa has a particular tilak, with the big banyan leaf like uh, Tulsi here, different. So, they may ask you, you say, what will you say? Bhaktivinoda Paribar. Oh, say it with some force, and then people will. Makes sense. Must be. She she feels it. Good. <laughs> She's not shy about that. Hmm? So Urdhvapundra, Nam, we give the Nam, hmm? right, name. We give Tapa. Tapa means, uh, like, it means austerity. Austerity means knowledge. The implication of it being that if you if you restrain your senses and mind, from connection with sense objects, which is, which is a restraint, you'll get you'll you'll have to turn inward, hmm? Hmm. and go from karma and the world to that which the world moves around, the self, right? So Gopal Tapani doesn't suggest that you submerge yourself up to the neck in cold water in the Ganges in January or sit by a fire in 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 June, July, and in the Rajasthani desert to realize the difference that there's no difference between hot and cold, right? Gopal Tapani is the name of the Upanishad that reveals the Diksha Mantra that we, the main Diksha Mantra of Gaudiya Sampradaya. It's an 18-syllable mantra besides Hare Krishna Maha Mantra uh, made up of the names of Krishna in the dative case. That mantra is revealed in Gopal Tapani. It's a very charming story there. Brahma's relating how it was revealed to him. Um, so it means light light means knowledge but but if you take it literally then tapa means some like austerity therefore in some of the Vaidimarg Sampradayas whose aim is to attain Vaikuntha we find that they would brand the disciple with uh, the symbols of Vishnu at the time of initiation. That's some tapa. <laughs> so, we don't do that. But you can see on the picture of Uddhata Thakur, what's, what's, he's got the names of Krishna stamped with Gopi Chandan or uh, clay from the Ganga, as may be the case, or Radhakund. The names of Krishna all over his body. So this is the tapa. So we'll brand you with that. These These, these Devotees, they make these brands, you see, but they're very user-friendly, so you don't need a fire for that. But it will, will help to create a fire in you, hmm? right? Because if you wear the brand or the T-lock, you wear the neck beads that you'll be given, then people may ask you, what's that all about? Those are beautiful beads. But, and you think, how to, where do I begin? Huh? But you'll also be reminded, yes, who am I? Yes, uh, they help us in that way, right? So... To proudly wear your tilak and your tapa and your 
Kuntimala and so forth. Of course, we live in a world where there may be circumstances that uh, prohibit that to some extent in a working environment and so forth. But at home, when you sit and do your bhajan and so forth, th- these things are meant to help us. It's like you put on a uniform, okay, I'm in the uni- I know how to act. Right? So, that is the idea. So, pundra, tapa, nam, uh, yagya, so the yagya, those who receive the, the diksha mantra will be able to do the archan yagya because the mantra corresponds with the deity and so forth. And the main yagya, of course, in our sampradaya is Sankirtan, as described in the Bhagavatam. Krishna-varnanti sakrishnam sangopangastra parashadam yagnai sankirtana prayer yajantihi sumedasa. Those who are very intelligent, like all of you, you will perform sankirtan. So whether you get Diksha Mantra or Maha Mantra. So, Pundra, Tapa, Mantra, Nam, and Yagya. We said them all, right? <laughs> Fine, I'm getting a little older, so I need help with remembering such such details. They're details, but details have a place, and, and they're important if they're not misinterpreted to be principles. Mm. Right? So, uh, come. Which are yours? This one, yours. So I give you beads. These are yours. I've chanted on these beads. There's 108 beads, as you know. You start with the large bead and chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna with the finger and the thumb, middle finger. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, 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 Hare Hare. I see you have this on here after eight different ways to think about it. Sometimes. Madhuryarasa, they think, 108 gopis and 8 principal gopis. Hmm. Krishna also has a mala, 108 jewels, hmm. and he uses them to call his cows, of which there are 8 principal groups. So another way to, to think about it. Hmm. <laughs> so that's one thing. Now I give you that. And we have some, some neck beads. Yes, okay. Kuntimala. Of Tulsi. I may get some help here with this. Sadrati. Okay, now I'm going to give you the Gopal Mantra and and then um, maybe later tomorrow I'll give you the other mantras. We give uh, in in our school there is the Brahma Gayatri. Brahma Gayatri is uh, uh, the Srimad Bhagavatam is said to be a commentary on the Brahma Gayatri. Hmm. 
um, it's uh, very much about properly understood what Gaudi Vaishnavism is about as much as the Bhagavatam is, right? Guru Mantra, Guru Gayatri, Gaur Mantra, Gaur Gayatri, Krishna Mantra, which is the Gopal Mantra, and Kama Gayatri. Other lineages may do a little differently. These things are details. Hmm? But this is how uh, it has been passed to myself, so I pass to you in the same way. Okay, so let me give you the Gopal Mantra first. Give me your right ear. Right here. Okay. So I'll give you a name now. You chant on the beads. Some you've been chanting, right? So you have a particular number of rounds you chant every day. Yes. You'll keep that up, right? Mm-hmm. If you do that every day, it'll be good. Keep that number, and then you can always increase. So I'm going to give you name Sadvi, 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 Dasi, Sadvi, Sadvi, Sadvi means. That's the name for Radha, the most chaste lady of all. It means chaste. So there's a nice story of her chastity. It's said that um, one day Krishna became sick. Hmm. Mother Yasoda was very concerned. Nothing seemed to be able to cure him. Hmm. So Krishna arranged his own sickness, then expanded himself in a disguised form as a doctor and came on the scene and took his pulse and said, oh, yes, he's very ill. Hmm? And what will be the cure, Mother Yasoda asked. And she said, he said, you have to bring water hmm, in a porous pot. Get a pot with holes in the bottom and bring that water. So she said, okay, but how's the water going to stay in the pot? And the dog said, well, that's very easy. You have to have a chaste lady carry the pot. Hmm? So... In the community, uh, Jatila's daughter, what is her name? Kutila. Kutila, was very proudly thought to be the most chaste lady. And Radharani was most suspect, right? So Krishna said, you must be the most chaste lady, and gave the poorest pot, or the doctor did, to Kutila, who then went to the bank of the Jamuna, thinking, how's this going to work? <laughs> she came back, and the water poured out, empty pot. Oh, how embarrassing for her. Then the doctor's looking around. We have to find another such a, there. I, maybe that one over there. He picks out the lady who's most suspected by everyone. It's Radhika. Gives her the pot. She takes it to the Jamuna. She comes back and somehow, miraculously, Krishna invisibly to everyone else, but a parent to Radha appeared with his hands in the holes <laughs> of the pot and the chaste lady was found and Krishna was cured. So we are all servants of Radha, whether in Gopi, Gopi Bhav or Gopa Bhav. Uh, the way to the Krishna's heart is through Radha. So your name is Sadvi, Sadvi, Sadvi. That's a very nice name. Hare Krishna. <laughs> Did I forget anything? <laughs> no. Okay. Thank you. Next. Who's next? Okay, you've given some dakshin, some gift. Thank you very much. Sadhvi Dasi Kijai. Okay, come. Yeah. Okay. That didn't hurt, did it? Didn't hurt, did it? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. 
it was a pleasure to give it to you. My pleasure. Um, okay, so these are yours, right? All right. So give me your right here. Okay. Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Hare Hare. Okay, so you're going to chant a, you have a number of rounds you're chanting every day, right? Yeah, so keep that up, make a commitment to that. And let's put this, these neck beads on too. tight. Yeah, okay, that's good. Yeah. Very beautiful. Very nice. Sorry. <laughs> All those cows. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> okay, so. So your name is Madhvi. Madhvi Devi. Like the tree in, in Udharandatta Stakur's uh, courtyard. Hmm? That Madhvi is, Krishna's name is Madhva. Madhvi is also a name for his consort, hmm? for Radha. Okay? Yes. Very good. Very nice. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Omkar. Come. Again. I gave this before already, right? No? Okay. the main mantra, then there's more, as I said, Guru Mantra, Guru. I'll give it to you. Together you can come maybe tomorrow morning or something. Okay. Next.
So you know how to chant, right? Mm-hmm. What about neck beads? Do we have neck beads? Yes. Yes? Okay. So, when we enter into initiation, we're entering into the, to cultivate the mood of Sharanagati, which means to to give ourselves entirely to to Krishna. Uh, Faith, Shraddha, in the efficacy of Bhakti, which we required through associating with others of habit, is a little contagious, and so that faith is driving us. And it's expressed outwardly in what we call sharanagati. There are six limbs of sharanagati, but the first is to accept what's favorable for bhakti and reject what's unfavorable. So obviously there are, there are bad habits in the world that, are, you know, that aren't conducive to bhakti, so we forego those. My guru Maharaj used to cite uh, what was cited in the Bhagavatam as, the, as, as those things that... Uh, Encourage the, the the negative influences as it's thought of Kali Yuga, like hoarding money, mm-hmm. um, like uh, um, uh, I want to say um, uh, animal slaughter mm-hmm. brings to mind that the extent to which Udar and Dutta personified the two things that Dr. Vinod Thakur said is the essence of Dharma. Jive doi, Krishna nam, sarva The essence of Dharma is be kind to others, which means also to the creatures and so forth. So we're vegetarian. And the other thing, Krishna nam, the chant Krishna nam. Be kind to others and Krishna nam. So uh, he would say, no meat eating, no meat, fish, fish eggs, and so forth. And he said that uh, he wanted that the, the that the natural drive in humans for sexuality that makes the world go around that it should be uh, regulated. That's something that nobody disagrees with. Just where you draw the line. Hmm. For example, if you're out shopping and somebody just decides, I want that lady and jumps on her, he'll be arrested. Why? Because somebody's drawn the line somewhere, right? So I'm sure even in the pornographic industry, somebody draws the line. I saw a headline the other day, porn stars sue other porn star for rape. You know, (laughs) those are kind of hard to relate to, but it happens, right? So everybody draws a line somewhere. So given our worldview, then we draw it somewhere else as well, because our worldview involves controlling the senses and the mind, and um, this urge is, is particularly a strong sensual urge that makes the world go around, so it should be, we should find um, it, it could, a good uh, partner and restrict our expression, uh, our sexuality with an expression of intimacy at most within that type 
relationship. Not so hard to do. Hmm? And good. So that no meeting, no 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 drinking, intoxication, that doesn't help. And uh what's the other one? And and you should be gainfully employed. Hmm. Just get enough money to practice Krishna consciousness. And, and uh, um, so he used to emphasize these things and, and, and for good reason. I just mentioned them to you as well, to all of us. Um, and then to chant a certain number of rounds. So you should have a number that you can chant every day and get uh, strength from making that commitment. I bring up that in relation to Sharanagati because the first aspect of Sharanagati being accept what's favorable, reject what's unfavorable. The mood behind this is, is a commitment. So make a commitment to chant a certain number of rounds every day. We don't count while we're chanting, like how many have I done? When we get to the end, well, we come to this beat, you know, I'm at the end, then I count after that. Then I chant. I don't chant. I don't count while I'm chanting. After I chant, then I count one. Not, you don't chant, mm, oh, what time is it? How many have I chanted? And this is the meditation. Hmm? Okay. So come, can you turn the ear? Mm-hmm. Okay, so your name is Gayatri. Gayatri. Gayatri goes good with Omkar. <laughs> so Omkar is the original sound, and immediately after comes comes Gayatri. And as I said earlier, the Bhagavatam is the commentary on the meaning of Gayatri. So try to study from the Bhagavatam. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that concludes our program for the day, right? And now we'll take Mahaprasad, Udarnathatakur ki jai, Tirubhava Mahotsava ki jai, C.C. Dauji Gopal ki jai, Gaur Bhaktabrinda ki jai. Good Premanandi, Hari Ribo. Jai. Mm. Jai. Jai.